Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, September 9th, 2023. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com. A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has great bidding tools and perks. It is legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers tracks around North America as well as many Around the world, check it out, Amwager.com. You can also get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog, by going to Amwager.com and clicking on How to Bet and Ella Star's blog. We're going to start with one of three great stakes races. Actually, there's five, but three in a row. Great stakes races on the grass at Kentucky Downs on the biggest day of racing at Kentucky Downs with millions of dollars in purses. And the first is the Franklin Simpson Stakes, Simpson Stakes, race 8 at Kentucky Downs, with a post of 440 Eastern. Playlist was entered in a last week's Music City Stakes. She was also eligible, and that was for Phillies only, and shows up here against males as a horse having won three races in a row. The last two were versus three-year-olds and up, and this race restricted just three-year-olds, so it appears She's not really stepping up in class, as it may think. I think it's more of a lateral move. John Velasquez rode her to a win at Saratoga last time out in July and rides back. Playlist has a great tactical style, so should be sitting at about third or fourth early in this big field, and that will help avoid traffic problems others coming from further back may have. The 102 Echo Base Speed Figure earned one before last on 615 is the second best of the last two figures of any horse in the field. The best belonging to Morning Line favorite Mostache. Who opens it 4 to 1 compared to 10 to 1 for Playlist? The 96 Echo Base figure Playlist earned winning last time out is better than the 79 figure Mostache earned when 6th and last in the Secretariat Stakes in her most recent race, his most recent race, I should say, a real clunker. But Mostache is not a standout by any means, even if he returns to top form as he finished 2nd and 4th in the Stakes races prior to that. And even when winning the Transylvania Stakes in April, it was a 99 figure. Wesley Ward has had great success running females against males on turf over the years and has found a great spot for similar success with Playlist. There's also one more amazing stat I found out. I was concerned since Playlist has been running on Lasix and has to come off Lasix for a graded stakes race that that might be a problem. But Ward has a record of 7 for 17 the past three years in turf sprints with horses going off Lasix. That means Playlist should hold her form. Sweet Cherry Pie won the My Frenchman Stakes in July at Monmouth on dirt but scheduled for turf. He improved to career-best 99 figure with the effort, and although he's never run on turf, he was meant to at, at, he was meant to run on that day, so he's got an impeccable grass breeding. A Red Ortiz Jr. rarely, if ever, rides for trainer Rusty Arnold, and so Ortiz and his agent. Having chosen, chosen this colt, I think, is a big sign of how well we can expect Sweet Cherry Pie to run. Mostache has been first or second in five of nine, although as pointed out when talking about Playlist and Mostache, he has thrown in poor efforts in two of his last five. He won a turf sprint in his career debut, so cutting back off a mile last out should suit him. And if he returns to the form shown in three of those last four starts prior to the most recent poor effort, he could easily be part of the exacta. For the Franklin Simpson Stakes, race 8 at Kentucky Downs post 440 Eastern on Saturday, September 9th, I'm going to bet playlist 
and Sweet Cherry Pie if they have minimum odds at 3-1 to one or more. I like them both. I like Playlist more, but the odds are going to be solid on both, and Mustache is not a heavy favorite, so I think there's value here in betting two horses to win. I want to bet Playlist and Sweet Cherry Pie at 3-1 to one or more. And in a situation like this, when we're considering win bets on more than one horse, it's a great race to take advantage of the mathematical edge provided by a dutching tool which prorates wagers for the best edge. There's a free dutching tool at Amberger.com, which is easy to use, and you can set the amount you want to bet, and based on the odds, your bets are prorated to give you an edge. And this is just one of many good tools and perks for the better and racing fan at Amberger.com. For the exacta, I want to box playlist Sweet Cherry Pie and Mostache, and then I want to play doubles and pick threes. So we're going to give out all three here, and just the first two races will be the double, and the third race will include the pick three. So in race 8, I want to use Playlist, Sweet Cherry Pie, and Mostache. In race 9, I want to use Corobin Dorada, Henrietta Topham, and Sparkle Blue. And in race 10, I want to use One Timer, Front Run the Fed, Dream Shake, Cogburn, and Dr. Zempf. And again, if you get the written version of this podcast, which is the Key Race Best blog, you can get all these picks and not have to write them down while you're listening to the podcast. Next race is the Ladies' Turf Stakes. Race 9 at Kentucky Downs on Saturday, September 9th. It's a post of 516 Eastern. And Henrietta Topham finished 4th in the 22 Ladies' Turf at 12-1. She missed third by a nose that day. She had won the prep at Ellis Park one month earlier and was riding a three-race win streak. Two later, she ran big to miss in the Fall Harvest Stakes at Keeneland by three-quarters of a length. Then after taking five months off and a poor comeback, she won two in a row this year, including the similar grade three mid-julep stakes at Churchill, with a career-best 108 equibase speed figure with Jimmy Graham in the saddle like today. Henry at a top and was bumped back to ninth of 10 in the stakes on 7-8, that prep race, and rallied for third. Then in this year's prep for today's race at Ellis Park on August 6th, she was 12th of the quarter mile to run, was shuffled and blocked for most of the stretch. Just the same, she was very willing, and given a shot and a clear path in the late stage of the day, I think that's why she can post the upset. New Year's Eve won that prep race last month at Ellis Park, and that's why she's the 5-2 starting favorite. She's 4 for 11, interestingly enough, before that win last month. She lost, and was not a threat to win, in 7 straight. She was 4th in the Dueling Grounds Oaks over this course last September, but her best race may not beat the best race of Henry L. Topham. However, her last race, New Year's Eve's last race with a one-on-one figure, would be most of the rest of these if repeated. So although not as good a win bet as Henry Topham, she's a must-to-use on exactas and any other wages we make in this race. Corobin Dorada is another horse which could go to post at double-digit odds in spite of a 4-for-17 record, plus three runner-up efforts and nearly $400,000 in earnings. She won a year ago at Kentucky Downs at seven furlongs, which is similar to today's mile because it's a one-turn race. And she did so decidedly about four lengths in a field of 12 with a 102 Equibase speed figure, which matches up with the best in here. It certainly matches up with New Year's Day's last race. Kurobin Dorada has won twice since, most recently in June. And in the prep at Ellis Park last month, she ended up fourth, just two necks from second. As such, I think it'd be a mistake to ignore Kurobin Dorada, ignore her chances to be part of the exact at the very least. Sparkle Blue won a non-graded stakes in mid-July when last seen with a decent 96 figure, but I'm more interested in how she ran in the grade 3 Valley View stakes last October at Keeneland when winning easily and earning a 106 figure, one of the best in the field. Sparkle Blue lost three in a row between those two, but one of them was coming back from a five-month layoff. In short, 
Sparkle Blue's best race is good enough, and she opens at 21, so it adds more long shot potential. Now we'll talk about White Frost, the 95 morning line favorite. She doesn't like to win, as evidenced by a record of three wins, six seconds, and one third in 11 races. She's only been worse than third one time in nine turf races, but she's finished second in three in a row, the last two by a couple lengths with no real excuse. Personally, I'm only going to use her on exacted tickets with the high odds horses or put her in second and keep her from the uh, from being in the exacted with the lower odds horses. Regal Realm is another of the favorites, opening at 3-1. to one. She finished 3-10 to 1 at Della Rose Stakes last month, where White, Rose, White Frost was a well-beaten second. She's no standard, but like White Frost, can be used on exact tickets with the higher-odds contenders. The same goes for Haughty, who is winless in three this year, and with her last win coming 13 months ago. So in the Ladies' Surf Stakes, Race 9 at Kentucky Downs, post 5-16 Eastern on Saturday, September 9th. I'm looking first at a win bet on Henrietta Topham at 7-2 or more. I'm also looking at 6-1 to one or more to make a second win bet on Corinne Dorada or Sparkle Blue. And this becomes a fantastic race to take advantage of a dutching tool like the one in Amwager because there's going to be value in betting these with the other three horses, not standouts and low odds. So I'm going to look at two of the, two of these three, Henry Topham, Corinne Dorada, and Sparkle Blue. The highest two of the three will be the win bets I make with the dutching tool in Amwager. And for the exact, the best way to maximize profit, as I said earlier, is to avoid playing tickets combining the two favorites, which are New Year's Day and White Frost, and also Regal Realm. So I want to play two exactas, and they're going to be Corinderata, Henrietta Topham, and Sparkle Blue overall, which includes the three long shots plus the other horses, and play all over Corinderata, Henrietta Topham, and Sparkle Blue. The reason to play both is, it's like playing exacta box, but in this case, if any two of Corinne Dorada, Henry Topman, Sparkle Blue, the three at high odds, if any of those two finish first and second, you win both bets. And then for the doubles, even though you might be live in the pick three in race nine, Corinne Dorada, Henry Topman, Sparkle Blue, and a race ten, one-timer, front run the Fed, Dream Shake, Cogburn, and Dr. Zempf. Moving on to race ten, this is the Turf Sprint Stakes. Race ten, Kentucky Downs, Saturday, September 9th, post five, a 54 Eastern. Dreamshake won a grade two stakes like this one when last seen on July 2030. It opens at 8-1, to one, possibly because the race is discounted having run in Canada. That's fine with me if they discount the race because it's a big race. It's the grade two Canuck Cup stakes, a legitimate grade two stakes run anywhere. Dreamshake stalked the pace in second, then held off a very stubborn war bomber who came back to win the grade two King Edward last month. The Canuck Cup stakes was Dreamshake's third start and first on turf since coming back from 13 months off and since moving to the barn of good trainer Mike Stidham. And we expect even better from Dreamshake as he cuts back slightly from 7 to 6.5 furlongs off back-to-back strong 105 Echo Bay speed figures. Often when horses pair speed figures, the next one's even better. One-timer won this race last year, opening up right after the start and never giving any of his 11 rivals a chance. He was off for 9 months after that, returned to win, then shipped to Canada and finished 3rd in the Highlander Stakes at 6 furlongs, maybe a little short. In his most recent start, one-timer won the prep for this at Ellis Park, this time stalking in second and drawing off late, so he doesn't need the lead, and he earned a career-best 111 Equibase speed figure. Although one of his recent wins on June 1 came from the rail, normally a horse with a lot of early speed can have an issue if he doesn't break fast, other horses can take his path. But one-timer has no such issue, and is a legitimate candidate to win the stakes for the second year in a row. Front run, the Fed finished second, beaten a neck in this race in 2020 off a win in his previous start. Then in 2021, he had finished sixth previous to this race and was sent to post logically at 48 to 1 and ran like it, finishing seventh. 
Last year, he won the Van Cleef Stakes in July. Instead of going directly into this race, he ran the tougher four-star Dave Handicap at a mile, finishing fifth. And that's what might have led to only a fourth-place finish in this race last year. But this year, he won the Van Cleef in July and has not run since. And that's the reason to believe he has a shot based on how he ran in 2020 off a win. Cogburn and Dr. Zemp rounded out the contenders with slightly less probability, perhaps, than the three I just talked about, but still have shots. Cogburn won the Troy Stakes last month at Saratoga, his third stakes win in a row. However, all three were at five and a half or five furlongs, and this six and a half furlong trip is new to him. Dr. Zemp was not disgraced when fourth in the Grade 1 Jiper Stakes in June when last seen. The winner was Breeders' Cup's Turf Sprint winner Caravel, and the runner-up was Cassa Creed, who next won the Grade 1 four-star Dave. Dr. Zemp won a Group 2 stakes in Ireland last year, the equivalent of this Grade 2 stakes. That was a Group 3 stakes, equivalent of Group two, Grade 2. And he earned a very strong 110 figure, as well as a 107 figure in his U.S. debut this past March. I read out he's junior gets on for Chad Brown, and it seems like Dr. Zemp has all the credentials to be in this race and opens at 6-1, to one, kind of high for those connections, so he warrants a look. In the turf sprint stakes, race 10 Kentucky Downs, post 5.54 Eastern Saturday, September 9th. Dream Shake and one-timer can be considered for win bets at 3-1 to one or more. Front run of the Fed can be considered at 5-1 or more. And I will not hesitate to bet two or even all three of these contenders if the odds are correct and using the dutching tool at Amwager.com. For the exactness, I want to play a box of one-timer, front run, the Fed, and Dream Shake. And I want to play a second exacta box of one-timer, front run, the Fed, Dream Shake, Cogburn, and Dr. Zimph. I don't think there's going to be any heavy favorite in this race, so a five-horse exacta box with a couple horses at double digits is worth it. And then by playing both exactas, we have the combinations of one-timer, front run, the Fed, and Dream Shake twice. Don't forget, if you want the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, just go to amwager.com. No login required. Click on How to Bet at Stars blog. But while you're there, if you're not a member, join. It's free. they got great tools. They have great perks for the better. It's really easy to maneuver and great website legal in most states and most residents in North America. Check it out, amwager.com. Thanks for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets, and we'll talk to you next week.